This is an AI Group podcast. In this podcast, we'll be discussing workplace relations issues associated with the COVID pandemic. The state lockdowns may be over, but the lingering impact of the virus still has long and far-reaching implications for workplaces. And joining me to discuss these issues is Stephen Smith, AI Group's Head of National Workplace Relations Policies. And I'm Tony Melville, AI Group's Head of Corporate Affairs. This podcast is provided with the support of the Commonwealth Government, represented by the Fair Work Ombudsman. So with me, as I said, is Stephen Smith. Hello, Stephen. Hi, Tony. Okay, so we're still still getting a lot of calls, still needing to give a lot of advice about this pandemic and what you need to do in the workplace. It's still it's still around, and I've got the flu as well on off the back of it. But just regarding the COVID uh, pandemic, are there public health orders that still require COVID nineteen vaccinations? Um, well, there aren't that many public health orders now that require vaccinations for a wide variety of employees. There are still some public health orders around, but uh, they require vaccinations for particularly workers who interact with vulnerable people like aged uh, care workers and disability care workers. Um, It's important for employers to keep checking the state and territory public health order requirements, but Uh, those widespread public health orders that were in place earlier in the pandemic have been uh, removed. Okay, so so job-related orders, you know, people that, as you said, interact with the vulnerable, etc. But you do, um, as an employer, you can still direct an employee to have a COVID vaccination, can't you? Well, this is an issue that employers are now grappling with because as those uh, earlier widespread vaccination um, requirements within public health orders have been removed, uh, employers are now needing to think through, well, are they going to uh, no longer require vaccination or uh, or are they um, going to continue through their own workplace policies to require COVID vaccinations. Uh, An employer can require COVID-19 vaccination, but only if directing an employee to have a vaccination would be lawful and reasonable in the circumstances. And is that a big test, that? Is that that hard to achieve, to be lawful and reasonable? Because you could be one or the other, but you need to be both, as you say. Um, Well, fortunately, there was a major case about this in the context of COVID uh, vaccinations uh, late last year, a case called uh, um, the Mount Arthur coal mine case, you know, CFMEU versus Mount Arthur. And what the full bench of the Fair Work Commission looked at in this case is, you know, was the site access requirement that Mount Arthur had implemented on their coal mine site in the Hunter Valley. Was it lawful and was it reasonable? And they looked at all of the ins and outs of both of those requirements. And ultimately, they decided that it wasn't uh, lawful and reasonable for the sole reason that the company hadn't sufficiently consulted employees before issuing that direction for people to only come on site if they've been vaccinated. So there is a a really important issue here about 
consultation ahead of uh, issuing such a direction. So, which would, which would uh, be a big part of the process of making it reasonable in the situation. But are there many employers that, that actually still do require vaccination or is that gone by the by? Well, what we're seeing is uh, those employers that went down the path of uh, requiring COVID vaccinations are not unwinding those directions that they'd previously issued in any large numbers at the moment. Uh, Of course, there were a lot of employers that were requiring this because of a public health order. And as those public health orders have been Um, removed for at least most uh, employees. Uh, A lot of them have no longer kept the requirement in place uh, for the future. But those that decided to go and, you know, implement these requirements as a company policy, we're not seeing uh, a groundswell of employers going down this path now. Those that had the requirement are largely maintaining it, but uh, it seems to be uh, something that there isn't a trend for more and more employers to go down this path at this uh, stage. Okay, so if you're an employer and you had a situation where you wanted only vaccinated workers in your office and you told unvaccinated people to stay home, that's, well, one, you would have to justify it now to make sure that was legal and reasonable, and two, workplaces you're saying the trend is generally that if they had those in place those sort of rules you know people would only be able to come in after the office was empty if they're unvaccinated that sort of thing's just gone is it um there's no one size fits all here um a lot of employers had requirements in place because public health orders um impose that requirement and as those public health orders have been lifted a lot of employers are no longer enforcing those sort of requirements. Uh, some other employers went down the path, uh, you know, based on their own assessment of work health and safety risks to implement policies outside of the public health order requirements. So those employers uh, in the main appear to be keeping those policies in place. Um, but it, it's a matter for every employer to think about all of the relevant issues and, you know, what is lawful and reasonable in the circumstances at this stage. For, for those workers and those workplaces where vaccination is being demanded, and I, I guess uh, there's this situation as well when new people are being interviewed for jobs, can they be asked if they've been vaccinated before they, you know, as a condition of employment? Yeah, we've seen a lot of employers go down this path of requiring COVID vaccinations for new employees. Um, It's a lot easier in many cases to implement such a requirement for new employees than it is to impose the requirement on all existing employees absent a public health order. Um, And there's nothing to stop an employer uh, requiring as a condition of employment that a new employee be vaccinated. Now, of course, if they were going to go down that path, they would need to make sure they didn't breach any anti-discrimination laws. If someone had a genuine medical reason backed up by medical evidence why they couldn't be vaccinated and the employer refused to hire them for that reason, then that may breach the anti-discrimination laws. 
you know, of course, if the employee was an aged care worker and they couldn't perform the inherent requirements of the job unless they had a COVID vaccination, then uh, that would be be different uh, perhaps. But it, it needs to be worked through quite uh, carefully. Uh, and the key thing is not to act hastily as an employer, make sure that whether it be a, uh, an applicant for a job or an employee, find out why they are not prepared to be vaccinated if vaccination is a requirement. Okay. Well, and there's also the question of what is fully vaccinated. I mean, I've had two vaccinations, but there's now a third. So can an employer say, make their own definition of fully vaccinated and say, you know, we demand three doses or have they been facing even government rules that in, in those situations we were saying before where there are mandates in place. Can those mandates or do they apply to three doses? Well, this is yet another complication. A lot of company policies that were implemented, you know, six months ago uh, defined fully vaccinated as having the two doses of the COVID uh, vaccine. Now that a third dose is available, uh, the question arises is, well, what is fully vaccinated? Like some of the state public health orders that were in place required a third dose. Um, so a lot of these policies haven't been updated um, to define fully vaccinated as having a third dose. And even if a company was minded to update the policy to change the definition, there's the added complication that um, you know, more than 95% of people 16 and over have had two doses, but only about 70% uh, of the population that's eligible to have the third dose has actually got it. And, you know, in a tight labour market where um, it's very hard to find qualified people for jobs, uh, this is a, a practical issue for employers about whether they, they want to uh, define fully vaccinated in that more onerous way of uh, three doses. Sure. Okay, there's always the risk of unfair dismissals and employers are always concerned about this and trying to do the right thing. But have there been any unfair dismissal, dismissal cases concerning employees for terminated for refusing to be vaccinated? Uh, yes, in fact, there's quite a, a long list of unfair dismissal cases uh, relating to COVID vaccination issues. Um, you know, when you look at those cases, uh, there's a real trend. Uh, almost all of them have gone in the direction of supporting the employer's right to, to terminate. So that's um, obviously a positive thing for employers. So what do they need to do, employers, to be careful uh, that it doesn't go the other way? Um, well, I think there's some real lessons that come out of these cases. Um, those, uh, yeah, the very small number that uh, have either gone the wrong way or the employer's been criticised uh, in the, the case, it's really related to issues about a lack of procedural fairness or issues around, well, the employer had promised to do something and then uh, failed to do that. You know, for example, giving the employee a, a period of time to be vaccinated and then changing their mind and, uh, you know, shortening that period. So there's a few unusual outcomes in exceptional circumstances, but the vast majority of those cases have supported 
uh, an employer's right to terminate. And fortunately, when you look through those cases, the employers in nearly every case have gone about it in a fair and reasonable way. They've found out why the employee wasn't prepared to be vaccinated. They've given more time. Uh, if the employee wanted more time, you know, in many cases they've bent over backwards to avoid terminating the person, but ultimately uh, where they did need to move to that position, the Commission has supported the dismissal. Okay. Look, thanks so much for that, Stephen. I might wrap up this brief, brief podcast there. Stephen Smith, our group's Head of National Workplace Relations Policy. Uh, thank you for that. If you need any further information, you can email us at info at aigroup.com.au. Info at aigroup.com.au. That's all for now. See you next time.